reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm, and he has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones, and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with Elizabeth about three months, and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Well, good morning on this snowy, windy morning. We're kind of like in a little oasis here as, as you had to travel here, so um, be safe when you leave. Um, in our uh, gospel reading, um, the first two lines really have so much for us to ponder on this morning, so we're really going to focus just on those two. Um, and the first one is, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Uh, what I thought of is um, everything that's going on up on this uh, surrounding the altar here. Um, with this being Nativity's feast day, you know, as we celebrate the Nativity of Jesus, uh, this this is uh, this is what we light up about. This is what we get excited about. So the Nativity and. And as I really kind of reflected on everything, the blossoming and the singing, uh, it reminded me of Mary's um, Magnificent, where she's proclaiming, and you can just see the beauty coming out of her soul. And in many ways, I think if, if this area, this physical area had its own soul, it might be kind of shining, as we see with Mary. Um, it made me think of uh, a passage in Isaiah where uh, he says, um, the bride be decked with her jewels. That's what it would be like when Jerusalem is ready for the bridegroom. And again, it just reminds me of what we celebrate here, what happens with the altar every time that we have Mass and, and uh, Jesus comes to us. Uh, just like we're celebrating and when we come to uh, the 25th. Um, there's a concept within Isaiah amongst all the prophecies and everything about the coming Messiah. When that happens, there'll be a blooming of the wilderness. So again, in my thinking about what's happening visually as we see us preparing for uh, Christmas, um, I looked for the passage in Isaiah, and I'm going to read it to you, um, and it's from a translation you may not look at. It's called The Message, and uh, the writer of that translation 
is trying to use English words that would represent the passion and excitement that first century Christians would have heard with the Greek words that were used by Luke or by any of the writers. But in this case, he's doing it with Isaiah in this blooming of the wilderness. So again, you might think of it as visually what we see on the altar here. And also, to some degree, when you think about uh, Mary's soul as she is reflecting her joy that she has. So it says, wilderness and desert will sing joyously and badlands will celebrate and flower like the iris in spring bursting in blossom and symphony of song and color mountain glories of lebanon a gift awesome carmel stunning sharon gifts god's resplendent glory fully on display god awesome god majestic energize the limp hands strengthen the rubbery knees Tell filferal souls, courage, take heart. God is here, right here, on his way to put things right and redress all wrongs. He is on his way. He will save us. Seems like that's what we're hearing as we stand here and look to the altar. We're waiting for Christmas Day, and we're also waiting for the coming of Jesus uh, during the Mass, during the, the, the consecration. Um, the second uh, line, uh, Mary talks about her spirit rejoicing. You know, we, in our culture today, the word joy really has been watered down. It's not quite what it used to be. I looked at the definition, just like in the translation that for the message, um, Joy was a whole lot more exciting back in the first century with the Greek word that was used. In fact, it really has a sense of leaping or jumping for joy. Much like David did when the ark came back, he'd leapt and was so excited that the ark had returned. Now, Luke does something really incredible in this scene that we have when Mary visits Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth does not know, Mary doesn't come and say, I'm pregnant with the Messiah. I, she, she doesn't do that. Elizabeth knows and she says, the young infant in my womb leapt with joy. And in fact, so physically, Elizabeth is reminding us and telling us what John the Baptist was doing in the womb. He was leaping for joy. And then Mary, in her magnificent, in her song, is saying, my soul likewise is leaping for joy. Uh, I wanted to get a better idea about joy, so I, um, I ran across um, Thomas Aquinas. He was talking about passions, um, and so joy, he was talking about, so it's a, a spiritual pleasure, or it could be a, a pleasure, an earthly pleasure. But he was saying on joy, he said, we do not speak of joy except when delight follows reason. 
we have to think about what it is that we're joyful for before we can really experience that. And so further defining that, it says joy is spiritual pleasure that comes from possessing the good that one has previously loved and desired. Joy just doesn't happen. We have to intellectually think about what it is that we're loving and desiring and the spiritual pleasure, the pleasure, the joy comes when we recognize we have it. That's when joy, when we intellectually say, oh my gosh, I, I possess part of that. And again, this is what we search for. Perfect joy will be in heaven. And we, have, we can experience imperfect joy. I, um, I look back on the uh, school uh, program, the pageant, uh, where the classes all got together and sang, and they were all lined up here. And uh, it was uh, really a beautiful experience, and it was just crowded with parents. And occasionally I would look out and look at the parents, and they were all trying to take pictures with their phone. They're trying to capture or possess the moment of their children who they love and desire for good things to happen. And they see them up here and they want to capture and possess the moment with their phone. We do that. We want to capture and recall that wonderful sense of joy when we realize that we have something that we really desired and wanted. And this is most closest to heaven, is when that is Jesus. When we look for and we want to possess through consuming his body and blood, because we want him with us. And so when we intellectually think and desire and love that, and then we're out in the world and we realize wow, you really are in me. We have abide. We, we're together. That's when we experience true spiritual joy. And that's what we're striving for. Um, just one last thought. So, you know, when visitors come in, they, they look and they say, hey, I see four joyful mysteries. Where's the uh, missing one, the uh, visitation? I don't see a statue for that. Well, it's in the chapel. It's the visitation chapel, the mural. There is Mary visiting Elizabeth. And it's a, it's a great reminder as we're there for adoration that really Mary knew that she was pregnant. Elizabeth really kind of confirmed it externally, physically, John the Baptist confirmed it by leaping, showing true joy, leaping, rejoicing. When we go into the Adoration Chapel, that's our opportunity to realize when we adore and love and desire the Lord and spend time with Him, we're reminded and really confirmed about the possession and the abide the, con the connection that we have with the Lord in us. 
And that's what we're really searching for, waiting for, and it's a continual process. And so uh, that beautiful visitation chapel that we have to where we get closer and closer to Christ and confirm over and over again the love and relationship that we have with him. That's what we're working towards as we move towards Christmas, only a few days away. Let's stand and offer our petitions. <clears throat>